Don't forget to follow us on Facebook at Doug Tyrrell History and Comment. Hello, friends. I'm Doug Tyrrell. This is History and Comment for Thursday, the 6th day of April, 2023. The Dutch were heavily involved in the Far East trading in the mid-17th century. The trip from Europe to the Far East was long and difficult. Prior to the Suez Canal, it required ships sail south around the southern tip of Africa, then back northeast. That turn was roughly the halfway point. An officer for the Dutch East India Company had two ideas. Wild animal pelts from Africa would sell nicely in the east, and the point would make a good place to resupply ships on their voyage. On this day in 1652, two of a four-ship fleet landed to establish what today is known as Cape Town, South Africa. The idea of animal furs is completely out of favor today, but 200 years ago, they were prized for their style and warmth. John Jacob Astor incorporates the American Fur Company in 1808. The idea was to bring furs from the northwest to the population centers in the east and on to Europe. The enterprise will make Astor the first multimillionaire in America. While the term is still impressive, you have to set it in the context of the period. When he died, Astor's estate was worth nearly $600 million. That would make him the Jeff Bezos of that day. 1862 was a year into the Civil War. In the Western Theater, Union forces under Grant clash with Confederate forces near a small church in southwestern Tennessee. Like most battles, it was given different names by the opposing sides. The church was called Shiloh, and it was near Pittsburgh Landing on the Tennessee River. Today, most folks know it as the Battle of Shiloh. When the reports of the battle reached the eastern cities, it burned into the minds of the citizenry. The figures are still debated as to accuracy, but widely reported to be about 23,000 wounded or killed, more than twice the number from all the previous year of fighting. Included in the Confederate killed in action was Samuel B. Todd, a half-brother to Mary Todd Lincoln, making him a brother-in-law to President Lincoln. Four years after Shiloh and a year after the war ended, Union veterans formed the Grand Army of the Republic, which functioned much like the Veterans of Foreign Wars or American Legion do today. If you visit the older sections of cemeteries, you can still find Iron Star markers on Civil War veterans' graves placed by the GAR. The first Kodak flexible rolled film goes on sale in 1889. The Olympic Games had their origins in ancient Greece. At their heart was a festival to the chief Greek god Zeus. The event was akin to a very large, riotous barbecue that included large amounts of meat first offered to Zeus before being served to tens of thousands of spectators. The earliest event was about 800 B.C., and they were held every four years for the next 1,200 years. For 1,500 years, the idea was dead. Then the first modern games were held in Athens beginning on this day in 1896. There were a few significant differences between the first games and the current version. A few new events, women are allowed as spectators and even participants. And the athletes today wear clothes. That point amuses me when I hear preachers cite the Apostle Paul's numerous references to the games or at least athletic competitions. While we're on the topic of Greek mythology, the word amuse has its roots in 12 Greek goddesses who were thought to be the providers of inspiration for literature, science, and the arts. They were known collectively as the muses. Think of our words amusing 
and museum. It's often difficult to substantiate any claim to be a first. Then there are often qualifiers, such as the case of the 1906 film Humorous Faces of Funny Faces by J. Stuart Blackton. It used motion picture film and was an early form of hand-drawn animation. Some sources cite it as the first animated cartoon. Others point to Phantasmagory two years later. In 1926, Boise, Idaho-based mail carrier Varney Airlines makes its first flight. The U.S. government wanted to promote air service and moving the mail by private carriers under contract for specific mail routes furthered that cause. Varney flew the route from Pasco, Washington to Boise, terminating in Elko, Nevada. Four years later, Varney will be acquired by United Aircraft and Transport Corporation since... This version of the first United was owned by Boeing Company. It will be spun off as a separate United Airlines a few years later. The first Varney flight is considered the genesis of United. Before it became part of United, Varney had grown and greatly expanded its range. United did not get the whole pie. Some more southern routes were spun off to form Continental Airlines. Country singer and songwriter Merle Haggard was born in 1937. The family was part of the Dust Bowl migration of poor Oklahoma farmers who moved to Central California during the Depression. Haggard's family had moved four years before the singer was born. If you followed drag racing in the 1970s, you probably heard the name Don Prudhomme. He was another Californian. He is 82 today. Actor John Ratzenberger is 76. He is a native of Connecticut. More airline history, the Greek National Airlines is sold off and purchased by shipping magnate Aristotle Onassis in 1957, forming Olympic Airways. If the name Onassis sounds familiar, he married Jacqueline Kennedy, widow of the president, in 1968. Kennedy was 23 younger than Onassis, and his family by a first wife were not happy with the arrangement. That marriage was also to a lady... 23 years his junior, and surrounded in controversy. The first communication satellite is placed in geosynchronous orbit in 1965. Geosynchronous orbit is a big term, but it's a point 23,000 miles above Earth where the orbit speed of the craft matches the rotation of the Earth. This causes the satellite to remain over a specific point on the equator. To ground stations, the satellite is always at the exact same spot in the sky. Post-it notes are introduced in 1980. The U.S. launches a barrage of Tomahawk missiles on an airbase in Syria in 2017. Syria has for years been the base of attacks on Israel. They are also allied with the Russians. Of course, the Russians call the strike an act of aggression. That's history and comment for the sixth day of April. I'm Doug Terrell. Now go do something worth remembering.